Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 5 Minutes of Good Stuff with Carlisi. I'm your favorite host of this particular podcast, Carlisi. And we have episodes, new episodes every Sunday at noon o'clock. Hey, so this is a video podcast, huh? That's why you saw the asterisk there. You're wondering why the asterisk there and the plus is there because it's over five minutes, okay? That's how we do it with this episode. So if you have Spotify, um, this should show up. Hello, it's me. Um, this is a very weird, close angle of my face, and uh, that's okay. Spotify is the only one that allows me to do video podcasts. Probably because this uh, podcast is hosted by Anchor, which is owned by uh, which is owned by podcast, which is owned by Spotify. So, um, yeah, this is episode two of season three. We are we are rocking through the new year already, folks. And as promised, I wanted to go through um, my cars. I can't believe that we've done two years of this. And uh, I never brought up my car situation over my life. So here's how things are going to run down. We're going to keep this short and sweet, okay? I promise. Unless you like longer episodes, then you know, obviously I can jabber my life away. But um, I'm going to do a good news article first. So, you know, those who are not uh, car savvy and don't really care about the car stuff, you can listen to the first probably five minutes here and then check out. But if you're interested in, uh, you know, all the car fun stuff, then you can feel free to stick along, uh, along the ride. I asked a question last week about, uh, let's see, I think it was, what are you passionate about? And, oh, we got one. Okay, very good. I didn't know if that was in there or not. I forgot to post that on Twitter as well. But um, one of the things I was passionate about back in the day, and thank goodness this is over, um, is uh, cars okay? <laughs> I guess spoiler alert. I never really had like a nice, nice car. Well, okay, there's there's one in the S tier, and if you've known me for a while, you know what this car is. If you don't, this is going to be new. But I'm gonna try to you know keep things in layman terms, and uh, if you follow along, hopefully everything makes sense. So first, let's hit up the good news. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this one caught my eye and I thought it was the coolest thing. Um, if you're watching via Spotify, you see this as well, but I'm gonna read this to you, those who are our audio listeners. Twin sisters, you know, typically twins are born on the same day, right? But not in this case. The twin sisters were born on different days, okay? That's pretty, that's pretty special, right? But also, in different years. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. How the how in the world could that happen? Annie and Effie Scott were born New Year's Eve 2022 and New Year's Day 2023. That is kind of crazy. The fraternal twins were born in different days and different years. Annie Joe was born at 11:55 p.m. Oh, wow. So she was in labor for quite some time, I imagine. And uh, on December 31st. And then her sister, Effie Rose, was born at 1201, January 1, 2023. Now, I'm not a twin. And uh, I, I'm not sure if that is a point of contention for them later. Or maybe there's other twins. I'm sure this has happened. But, like, maybe it's nice because you're you're kind of got that... Uh, 
you kind of got your independence there. You're not, everything is not aligned to your twin. And I think that they said that here. Yeah, I love the uh, unique aspect that they can go forward with a little bit of individualism right out of the gates. Yeah, that is very cool. Um, that is interesting. I don't know if uh, how long her labor was, though. I wonder if she was in labor for like a really long time. Oh, that's a cute picture of them. I don't know if they were in labor for a long time because of this time gap. I don't know how labor works, guys. Okay, I got a ways to go, but uh, that sounds like I'm, it ended very beautifully. I mean, either way with twins. So um, I'll have to ask some of my twin friends if they're, how many minutes apart are they? Because uh, I can't imagine birthing a twin and uh, birthing a baby and then like waiting seven minutes later to birth another, uh, I don't know. Um, so there's our good news. That is very cool. Effie and Annie. Effie Joe, or Annie Joe and Effie Rose. Welcome to this world of uh, gas that's 350 a gallon. May it be cheaper when you start driving. Um, let's see here. So I guess we can go into the passionate about real quick before um, I go into the cars. That way, if you want to check out, you can check out, huh? How about that? Um, so yeah, one thing, uh, I mentioned before with cars, definitely passionate about those. Uh, I, I don't think that that passion's ever worked out very well for me. <laughs> um, I w was, and I'm hopefully trying to get back into, very passionate about the piano. I'm very passionate about music in general, um, but uh, I was passionate about playing it for a long time. You can ask my wife. Um, there's time where we're in a car ride. It's a long car ride. I just start singing the most whacked out song. Like she's like out of left field. Where'd that song come from? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just in there. I have lots of songs listening to, you know, in the nineties where all you could do is listen to the, the radio growing up. And, um, I, I have a, a ton of music just logged and every so often they, they pop back in. Lots of gospel music. Oh my goodness. I have a gospel playlist of like uh, 140 songs. And I know the words to probably all of those songs. Um, obviously John Mayer, big John Mayer fan. I can pretty much name all his songs too. I have a playlist of his songs. However many songs that, that is as well. But like, uh, <laughs> if you know my wife, you should ask her sometime. <laughs> we went to, uh, we went to um, uh, Kentucky to visit our, our cousin down there. Uh, yeah, that would be our cousin. We count as our cousin. Me and my wife's cousin. But I had my um, uh, my aunt in the car, my mom in the car, and my wife in the car. And I, I have, like I said, this gospel playlist, 130-something songs, 40-something songs. And uh, <laughs> my wife didn't grow up listening to gospel, so she doesn't know anything about it. Uh, well, she's learning. I've been teaching over the years. But um, so I just play that playlist on shuffle. It's like everyone in the car knows these songs, and Kayla... Kaylee's kind of knows these songs, kind of ish, but like <laughs> every song was just a banger because I know all the words of the song. My mom, my aunt was just digging it the whole time because they know all the songs too. But um, th that's just funny. Uh, but yeah, if you ever want to do some musical trivia with me, I think I can do a pretty decent job at uh, figuring it out. So yeah, that's just a couple things here. Alyssa again. Oh my goodness, MVP of the podcast here for answering questions. Shout out to, uh, wait, which one is, uh, oh no. Is it this one? No, nope, that's not the one for you, Lissa, sorry. There it is. 
Shout out to Alyssa, MVP of answering questions for this podcast. Um, let's see here. What are you passionate about, Alyssa? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Off to a very good start. That's a great answer. Um, hubby. Yeah, I think your hubby's kind of cool, I guess. Friends. I'm a friend of yours, so I agree with that. And family, of course. Always got to be passionate about your family, especially while they're here. Um, I love sports. You do love sports. You know what's a funny story, Alyssa? I haven't gotten to tell you this, but if you listen to this podcast, I'm telling you right now. I was talking to some friends who are all in a um, an all-girl um, fantasy football league, and they said they wouldn't let you in, right? Is that true? They said it was like a cheat code if you play because you're too good at sports. <laughs> and they, they wouldn't want to let you in because you'd probably have the most stacked team in the world because they don't know who they're picking. <laughs> let me know if that's true if you see me. They would not let you in the all-girl league because you're just too good at sports. Um, you're probably dominating any league you're in, though. Um, favorite is American football, of course. That's, uh, that's America's game, right? I could watch college or NFL football all day long. I bet that you're excited to know that YouTube TV is uh, buying something with NFL Sundays, right? Because that way that's like one less streaming thing you need. And real quick, speaking about Fantasy League, um, I mean, I'm talking longer than I thought. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I've only played Fantasy League two times. And the first time I did decently, I picked up from a friend halfway through the season and he somehow picked up great players. And I picked up those said great players and we won. A good amount of games this one i started from the very beginning and i'm potentially i'm not a bragger uh unless it's with video games um so i'm not going to say that i'm going to win but there is a chance that i could win uh we have to wait until mm, sunday after end of sunday or monday to confirm if i win or not but um my team was just very good Dalen hurts justin jefferson Mike Evans, which I know what you're thinking. Mike Evans just scored 47 points. So that would have been a good week for me. But I sat Mike Evans that week because um, he's been doing really bad. And uh, all of a sudden, he decided to do pretty good. But either way, besides the point, I may win that, which that's awesome. For not being a sports guy since like 2006, man, I feel pretty good about that. All right. So let's move on to the tier list of my cars. Okay, so I've had 11 cars personally. Um, there are two cars that have been purchased between my wife and I. So they are also listed here as 12 and 13. I'm not gonna walk through each car uh, below. You can see them if you're watching the live stream or yeah, live recording. I am going to, however, when I place them, I will tell you a story about them. So the categories here, we have the S tier, of course, the A tier, the B tier, the C tier, and then the why did I do this tier? <laughs> I have, I have a, I have, I have a couple cars like that. All right, up first, I have a Ford Taurus. I think this was a 2003 Ford Taurus, maybe. Got this from my buddy, Adam. One of my great friends, um, this was a decent car. I got this in college. Um, it ran well, it had really nice tires on there, thanks to Adam. 
um, had a nice V6 engine, and it was the first car I've ever had that had a subwoofer in it. Or did he leave me the subwoofer or I bought the sub? I don't know, but there's a sub in there. So I'm gonna put this car as an S tier. The reason why, or no, 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 whoa, sorry, A tier. The reason why I put this car as an A tier because it was one of the nicer cars I had. It had optimum space. Oh my, I could just slide right in there because I had leather seats. Oh, it was so, I had leg room for days. Um, Adam's mom actually prayed for me uh, when receiving this car and I felt stronger, <laughs> felt a stronger connection because of that prayer that I received as I received this car for like $300. Um, and a uh, funny story about this car, um, the heat stopped working in it, uh, as a, with most of my cars, the heat stopped working. Um, and, uh, my good friend and dear mechanic, John, um, he did a redneck, uh, what do you call it? Redneck adjustment or hillbilly adjustment or whatever. Um, he basically connected some lines, something with my coolant. I forgot what he did. It's so long ago. But basically, I never really had heat. I had lukewarm air coming out, and it always smelled like antifreeze because he he did some antifreeze with it. Very scary. Um, next up, yeah. So that's the Taurus. Is our um, nineteen seventy five Pontiac Ventura. This is one of the two cars that me and my wife have purchased. Me and my wife. Um, it is a restore car rebuild restore anyway um again my dear mechanic friend john um this was sitting in his driveway for many years and i've just been joking with him from time to time hey when are you gonna give me that car when are you gonna give me a car and um finally the car has been we've made some transactions and now we have the car we had to put a whole new engine in it we we like cut off the front bumper of a buick and pulled the engine out and put it in there and he showed us how to do a bunch of stuff and bunch of wiring. So I put on the oil pan, which I never thought I'd do in my life. Many hours of just like back breaking mechanic work. And I totally like appreciate John even more after seeing him work, work with us through all that. So that's an S tier, our 1975 Pioneer Ventura. It does run um, towards the end of last season though, it did stop running. It could be a fuel pump, who knows with those cars, but it's been fun to work on it from here to there, obviously. You can't sink too much money in it. I'm not that rich, so I can't. <laughs> and once it breaks down, it's maybe broken down for the whole year. <laughs> so we get enough money to save for that. Um, let's see here. We have a Chevy Blazer. I'm not sure what year this was. This was maybe a 92. A lot of my cars are in the 90s. So, And a lot of my cars are Chevys, by the way. This car would be a hmm, C tier. I tell you why. So I just left from a very small vehicle to this car, which was awesome. It had four by four, which was my first car that ever had four by four. But this car instilled with me a fear of driving every single day. One reason why there was no speedometer to this car. <laughs> I never knew how fast I was going. Um, ever so often, it was a digital speedometer. So ever so often it would kick on. I'm like, oh yes, finally I know what I could, I'm driving. I was always basing it off of the gear changes. So I know if I'm in third gear, I'm doing around 30, 30 miles an hour, maybe 35. So I know to kind of stay around there. When I'm on the highway, I have no clue how fast I'm going. So I just tried to keep up with traffic. Um, so that was that car. Funny story about that as well, besides the speedometer. One day when I was on my way to church, I'd noticed some wobbling with the car. Didn't know what was happening. 
uh, felt strange, but I kept driving because what else would a youngin do besides check and see what's wrong with the car? I just kept driving. I got to make it to church. I'm playing the organ. I got to make sure I get there. I make this corner. I'm right next to the church. So close. I can see it. My front right tire falls off of the car and keeps going. And the car just lands right on the, the rotor. And um, yeah, it stood there and I had to get it towed and, and it was miserable. There were no lug nuts. I don't know where the lug nuts went, okay? Uh, luckily the road didn't break though, so that wasn't too expensive of a fix. John came down 30 minutes away and uh, <laughs> helped me with the car once again. Um, yeah, so that was that car, very interesting, but it was cool having four by four. Oh, also the four by four low only worked, which means that you couldn't drive over 25 miles an hour, but I did have four by four. Um, next up is an S tier. It is my, my second car. It was a 1994 Buick Roadmaster. Oh man. Let me tell you a secret that John doesn't even know. And maybe he does know. If there was ever an opportunity to get another 1994 Buick Roadmaster, I would sell my 1975 Pontiac Ventura uh, right off the bat. Sorry, Kayleezy, uh, but the Buick Roadmaster, oh my God, oh my goodness. What a beautiful car. Uh, 5.7 liter V8 in it, which is, if you don't know about cars, that is basically the same engine they were putting in Corvettes. So it had this huge engine. Um, very powerful. It was a big boat car. It had enough space to fit like six or seven people in there pretty easily. And um, the trunk was huge. You could probably fit a few folks in there because you judge trunks by how many people you could put in there. But it's just a huge vehicle. It like I'm a big guy, so this was the perfect car for me. Shout out to um, uh, again a few of these cars. Quite a few of these cars. My mom had a great deal of uh, helping me get, and we actually actually found this on Craigslist back in the day. It was only $800 and it lasted me for over a year. But of course, young and me would not take care of it as good as I should have. And I didn't get a fix and ended up uh, just scrapping the car. Sad day. Like I said, though, if anybody out there has a 1994 Buick Roadmaster, oh, I'll totally buy it from you. Uh, next, we have a 1997, maybe, uh, Monte Carlo. And it was actually red. Um, this car also did not have heat for a while. Actually, most of these cars had no air conditioning, by the way. Actually, none of the cars I've listed so far has have had air conditioning. Um, the I'll put this as a B. This was a decent car. I got this after the, uh, before the Taurus actually. And um, it rode good. It was a cool hot red. Um, the no air conditioning really sucked. I'm thinking about that now with all the cars. I had a sub in here too. This was the first car I got with a sub. And then I transferred that over to this horse. But it was a very good car, very sleek. I've always wanted a Monte Carlo. I thought they were cool cars and uh, never really had too many issues with that car. Um, pretty decent. Up next, we're gonna put this as an A tier. This was a 1999 or 2000. Brian, you have to remind me. Nissan Sentra. This was the car that I mentioned in another podcast that my friend Brian uh, gave to me uh, as a very gracious gift. Uh, if you want to hear that story, go back, listen to that podcast. Um, this car had air conditioning. This is my first car that had air conditioning, and I'm pretty sure this is my first car in the 2000s. Um, it was a six shift. It was a very reliable car. Never had any issues with it until the end, but that was due to me hitting another car 
and messing up some things, but the car lived on for quite some time. It was a hand-me-down from a few friends onto me, and then another friend got it after that, but it was a very good car. Love that car. Um, but it just was too small for me <laughs> after a while. Uh, up next, we have a, why did I do this? Um, this was a Chevy Impala. <laughs> uh, I feel bad, but my mom had all the best intentions in the world. Um, this is a car that she sold to me. Um, she had got another car and it was a taxi cab car previously that she bought it from. And I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I needed a car, but I don't know why I did that. It had like 300,000 miles on it, and it smelled like uh, vinegar or something like that because she sprayed a bunch of vinegar to clean the smoke smell from the car or something like that because it was a taxi cab car, and he smoked a bunch in it. And um, favorite story about this car is that something was going on with the starter or the ignition that it wouldn't start. It just wouldn't start. And then if you sat there for 11 minutes exactly, as soon as the 11 minutes hit, you turn the key, it will start right then and there. Brian, you got the experience out of it. Do you remember that? So um, shout out to shout out to the Chevy Impala. I don't know why I did that. Uh, up next, we have our 2003. We currently have this car. I'm going to put this car as an A. Our 2003 Honda Element. This is a car that um, we bought from our friend Tammy. And I just want this car to last for a year or two transition car it's been three or four years now this car is still running extremely strong it has 267,000 miles on it and it is killing the game uh this is one of our first cars this is our my only car and our only car that had that has all-wheel drive and let me tell you something about all-wheel drive folks i wish everyone would get a car with all-wheel drive because any type of winter storm blizzard anything this thing has been a tank. Now, obviously, it's still you still feel unsafe driving it, but it's still a tank towering through the snow and just defeating all the elements. And this car is still running at 267,000 miles. Blessed be. Blessed be this car. Uh, up next, we have, um, hmm, this was maybe a 1994, maybe, 95 Chevy S10. This one is a, why did I do this? Nothing against my mom here. This is more me. Um, she <clears throat> helped me get this car. We went to a dealership and she's been helpful in many ways. Really thankful um, for my mom and, and how she helped me get transportation often. <laughs> but this one was a why I did this. Why did I do this? Because this one was um, clearly a rust bucket. Um, it ran good. It had like these uh, nail studded tires on them. And I bought this in the summer uh, and I kept them on the whole time, but there were just like rust holes all over. I remember jumping in the truck bed one time. It didn't have a, a tailgate, so I could just hop right on. And I would jump up and down as kind of a funny thing because loads and loads of rust would just fall on the ground for me doing that. And uh, yeah, eventually one time I was leaving my friend Rich's house and I did a burnout because that's what you do as you're young. And I think I, like broke the brake line or something. Uh, anyway, I had no brakes and I was going downhill and had no brakes and that was scary. And why did I do that? <laughs> Up next is my very first car. Um, it wasn't in my name, but my mom had had planned on giving me this car. Um, and it was like a 1994 Toyota Corolla. 
Um, this was her car. She had gotten in the car and she was giving me this car. This was actually the car that I got my license in. And this was the car that I got my first ticket in. Um, I was day one of getting my license. So I was driving around, having a good time. And I ran a red light in a school zone. And of course, who was behind me? A police officer. <laughs> and he pulled me over, of course. And I got my first ticket on my first day of having my license. This car didn't last very long. Um, this car was given to my brother after a while because he needed a car. So um, this one didn't last very long, but it was still a C car. Very nice car. Toyota Camry. It had the, the volume knob that when you turn it all the way, it just stops eventually. And that's how you know you reach max volume. And I love that. This car is a Mazda Protégé. I don't remember what year this was. I had this car for two weeks. Um, I'm gonna put this on a C car because this had potential. It could be a why did I do this if you're put, putting the blame on me. Um, this was after I lost the Buick Roadmaster and I needed a car. One of my friends was selling the car for like, I don't know, $500 or something like that. And um, great car, stick shift, it was cool. I felt good in it. No speakers worked in the car. So I was driving in utter silence. Funny story about this, the radiator fans weren't working and you need radiator fans in order to operate your vehicle. Um, so the car overheated and blew a head gasket and it was smoking everywhere and leaking coolant fluent everywhere. And I was driving it to college and it was very embarrassing. And I had that car for two weeks. <laughs> that's, that's very close. So why did I do this? And next up the S tier baby. Oh my God. Let's give a round of applause. Oh my God. A 2009 Nissan rogue SL ladies and gentlemen. This is the car that I purchased after uh, the Ford Taurus. I took it in, traded it into the dealership. I've had this car since 2015, December, 2015. It is my official longest owned vehicle. Before that, I think the longest owned vehicle I had was about a year and a month or two. Um, this one has trumped all the haters. Come on, trump all the haters. Uh, my mom, again, thank you so much, mom. She uh, helped me find this dealership that had a program going on to where we can get a car. She helped co-sign um, for me, which is a risk because, uh, you know, I'm a youngin and I was just getting out of college and, you know, uh, luckily she, she trusts me and loves me <laughs> and co-signed for me. I actually ended up, um, thanks to my wife, we actually, when we got married, we were able to pay off this car super fast. So um, that was very cool. And then the Rogue is still here today, ladies and gentlemen, what a beautiful car. Um, I love the car. It uh, doesn't have all wheel drive though, but it's still an S tier. It's taken us many places. We've gone to many states in the local area, of course. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. I think the farthest has gone is Baltimore, Maryland. But uh, besides that, it is a very beautiful car. Up next in the last car, ladies and gentlemen, you made it to the last car. Let's give yourselves a round of applause here. Lots, of, the audience is going crazy for you. This one I got from John, my mechanic friend again. How many, it's been a split between either my mom, <laughs> my mom or John. <laughs> Thank you, mom or John. Uh, this one's gonna be a 1995 maybe, Chevy Venture. Not my Pontiac Ventura, but a Chevy Venture. I'm gonna put this one as an A. Got this one from John, it was a van that he's worked on, so you know it's a, it's a, it's a great vehicle. Um, fun fact with this car, I actually got in an accident with this one too and blew the head gasket and the intake gasket, I believe I did both. 
because the car was constantly overheating. Um, and um, John showed me this Jimmy rig trick that was probably not a good idea, but basically you unscrew this screw and it gets rid of the air bubbles and you have to make sure you tighten the screw before the hot coolant comes out uh, and burns your hand. And then you're able to drive your car for a little bit longer before you have to do that process again. So uh, fun fact, I was stuck on the side of the highway once because this car was overheating and I was doing that little twisty thing and it wasn't working. And I had two people in the car, very confused as to why I was doing that, but that was uh, um, still an A-class a car because um, it was a minivan. So I could fit many people on there. I took it down to Florida. It was a very fun time taking that car down, to the van down to Florida. It was actually the only vehicle I've ever taken down to Florida and it survived. Although the check engine light did come on, it did survive. And I'm pretty sure someone peed in my van during that trip on the way back. I knew who that was, but I'm not gonna call him out. But we know who it was. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was overall a good car. I was able to take my friends to Columbus. We were using that van, like it was just like the prime time to have a minivan. I lived with uh, six other guys, so we were all able to cram into the van and go places and do things. So shout out to the Venture. That was a very reliable car before I crashed it and made it worse. So there, my friends, is my tier list of all my cars. I am amazed that I've had this many cars. I'm sure the most of you have, have had maybe one or two cars in 15 years. Well, I have owned 13 cars in 15 years. Let's hope that. <laughs> the streak doesn't go any more than that. The Nissan Rogue has helped out quite a bit, but the element is on its last legs. The Rogue is at 200,000 miles and uh, has done me well. So we don't know what's gonna happen in the near future, but currently this is a list and, um, you know, I am not ashamed of uh, my history here. It is a little wonky, but hey, we survived and we learned a lot of lessons. My most favorite lesson is don't ever go to a dealership without talking to my mechanic friend, John, because he will tell me if that's a stupid idea or not. And that's what happened with the Rogue. And look what happened, man. The Rogue is still here. So there we go. Thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate you checking out this video podcast. Let me go back to my face. Hey, I appreciate you for watching. Thanks so much for uh, checking in. And we'll do more of these. We'll see what happens. But uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Kayleezy will not be here for the next one. We're going to give you a break gonna be a regular five minute episode next time but uh until then i will see you in the next episode mm -hmm.